Praise the Lord. This is your host, Elder Gregory Newsom with the Faith in God Internet TV. We say God bless you in the great name of Jesus. We bring you greetings in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Uh, we definitely thank God for this broadcast on today. Today is a great day. It's a blessed day for it. This is the day that the Lord has made. And I will rejoice and be glad in it. And so since we're here today, we want to bless God. Uh, let us go before his throne in a brief word of prayer. Eternal God, our Savior, in the precious name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you for your blessings today. We thank you, Lord, for, oh God, just, oh God, being, oh God, a great God unto us. We thank you, Lord, for, oh God, this weekend. We thank you, Lord, for blessing Oh, God, our pastor and first lady, we thank you, Lord, for just blessing the body of believers. And we thank you for your divine protection. We ask now you stretch forth your hand to heal. Oh, God, by the name of the holy child, Jesus, we pray, God, you would touch, heal and deliver your people. Oh, God, keep us safe. Look on the bereaved family. Oh, God. Oh, God, look on Sister Asia, Lord, and her family. Oh, God, we ask you to strengthen them, comfort them in their hour of bereavement. We pray for the many that, oh, God, are going through right now. We pray for your hand of protection. We pray, God, for spiritual healing and deliverance in our midst as we give you glory, honor, and praise. We want to give you thanks for the precious gift of the Holy Ghost. I want to thank you, Lord, for, oh, God, this subject on this week that you put in our spirit and in our mind to share with the body of believers. We thank you right now. In the precious name of Jesus, we pray you will listen. We pray, God, that you would hear our cry and, oh, God, listen to our every moan. We pray, God, you would touch those that are listening now to the Faith in God Internet TV broadcast on Podbean Live. Touch them now. Minister to them, Lord, like only you can. And, Father, we forever thank you. We give you all the glory and the praise, and we thank you for a great deliverance now. In Jesus' name, thank God. Amen and amen. And so we thank God for you, you and you. Uh, we definitely honor our Bishop uh, Murchison and Lady Murchison. We honor them to my own wife, Missionary Newson, and to all of our listeners today and to all of the uh, listeners to the broadcast. We thank God for you uh, for tuning in today. Uh, we do have a, a great subject to talk about today. And so we're going we're gonna to get into it. Um, we're going to talk about this week. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, sleeping during the storm. Uh, sleeping during the storm. And the uh, subtopic that we're going to be teaching under the Bible study under is don't forsake your mission. Okay? Uh, don't forsake your mission. All right? And we're going to be coming from... Um, Jonah, the entire book of Jonah. We're going to talk about the entire book, but we're starting uh, with the scriptures of Jonah 1 and 1 through 15. That's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to be skipping around this week throughout Jonah, but we're going to start with Jonah chapter 1 
uh, verse number one through 15. And so if you have time to write those scriptures down, write down Jonah chapter one, verse number one through 15. Okay. And so we're going to read it for your hearing today. Uh, we're going to go before you and uh, get these excerpts of the scripture and talk about um, what Jonah had to deal with. Okay. And it says, now the word of the Lord came uh, unto Jonah, uh, Jonah, the son of uh, Midia. And uh, it says, saying, arise and go to Nineveh, uh, that great city, and cry against it for their wickedness is come up before me. But Jonah rose up to flee unto Tarsus from the presence of the Lord and to go down to Joppa. And he went and found a ship going to Tarsus. And we're going to stop right there for a minute and have uh, our sidebar and talk. And uh, just want to encourage the people of God. God bless you, Evangelist Wilson, to the people of God. Uh, you know, have you ever seen uh, a time where uh, when the word of God is being preached, people, you know, turn a deaf ear to the word of God. And we can see this, uh, this preacher, you know, uh, we also have renegade preachers, you know, you're going to talk about it today. We also have renegade preachers. Uh, they're not going in the direction uh, that the Lord spoke to them and told them to go. Cause you got people that's, uh, supposed to be evangelists and they're pastoring churches. And then you got people that's uh, pastoring churches supposed to be evangelists. And so we're not going to get into that point today, but we want to just let you know that everybody's not going and following the, the leading and the direction of the anointing of God. Some people, when God speak to them because of fear or whatever the case, and we're going to get into what Jonah mindset was, but uh, some people have this rebellious mindset, you know, that, uh, you know, if they're not going to hear God, they're not going to hear the pastor. And so we don't even get frustrated with that kind of stuff. But to make a long story short, uh, we can see this preacher here. God selected this preacher and told, gave him direct word. He didn't send word by another prophet to tell him what the dust said the Lord the Lord spoke to him directly. And I truly believe in these last days, God is speaking directly. But sometimes we go opposite of what God says. This preacher here, he gave him instructions, uh, what to say, you know, and what to do. He did not obey either. He went in the opposite direction and he did opposite of what the Lord uh, commissioned him to do. And this is why we got to be very, very careful that we don't forsake our mission because our missionary objection is objective, rather, missionary objective is to seek and to save that which is lost. And so we can't get caught up, so caught up in, you know, uh, church theatrics, having church. And, you know, enjoying the service, you know, because after you get through jumping and running, 
and speaking in some kind of tongue, there's work that needs to be done in the ministry. And so we can't be sleep during the storm. And the reason why I brought up sleeping uh, during the storm, because sometimes when we look at the word sleep, it deals with uh, having an unconsciousness, you know, um, and I, I'm not dealing with, you know, um, you know, sometimes people say, well, you know, I'm asleep, but I still hear what's going on. Well, there is light sleepers. But technically, when you're asleep, you're really uh, unconscious or you're not fully aware of your surroundings. That means there is a lower level of cognitivity where the individual is not cognizant of every uh, area. You know, you might hear sounds, but your eyes is not open. And so you're not stimulated to really look in the direction that the sound is coming from. Do I make myself clear? And so we want to break it down today. All right. And so this preacher in Jonah one and uh, one, he tells him, uh, you know, uh, arise in verse two. And he tells him to go to Nineveh. He tells him where to go. Praise the Lord. And, uh, you know, God does tell us where to go. Sometimes we don't want to go to places, you know, and witness to people where God tells us to go. You know, God tells us to go on that street corner and share with that drunkard, share with that dope smoker, share with that prostitute, share with that person, you know, that's killing and robbing and stealing, you know. But we go opposite. We, you know, we, God said, go to the street and we go to the grocery store. Okay. And so I hope I make myself clear. You know, God said, hit them streets and, you know, let all of these souls know that time is winding up. You know, um, the harvest is plentiful, but the labors are few. We can see the harvest is ripe. We walk past people every day that need a hurt. Need, need a word of hope. I'm sorry. They need a word of hope. They may be hurt and they need a word of hope uh, to be delivered to, to them from the word of the Lord. Okay. And we have the word of the Lord in our grasp and, and, and our, you know, in our confines to be able to share and let people know that we ain't always been delivered. You know, I know we look pretty and we we don't look like what we've been through, but we need to tell somebody else that Jesus can and he will and Jesus saves to the utmost. Some of us was dirty. We was filthy. We were liars. Uh, we were something else to deal with. And so we have a responsibility to wake up out of this storm during this pandemic we can't go to sleep and uh not be aware that uh the soul we say you know it, it it may be our own but that's not our objective our objective is that somebody else might be saved according to luke 19 and 10 for the son of man has come to seek and to save that which is lost don't forsake your mission saints be encouraged on that level. And I'm not saying or advocating or insinuating that we have, 
but this is just a, a stark reminder through the word of the Lord what he has shared with me and my spirit. And it comes to the preacher first. It comes to me first. All right. So I want to let you know I can't be asleep during the storm. Praise the Lord. And I can't forget my mission regardless of what other responsibilities I have in the ministry. My mission is to be a witness. Praise the Lord. We're going to get it in Acts 2. We're going to go to Acts 2 and get it uh, this week. But we're going to stay right here at Jonah 1 and 1 through 15. And we're working our way down there today. We're going to stay in Jonah right now. We're going to go to some other patches, passages of scriptures this week. We're going to go to some other scriptures. But right now, we're going to lay the foundation about sleeping during the storm. It's dangerous. Sleeping in dangerous times. You know, it's, it's dangerous. All right. Now, Jonah, in verse 3, it says, but Jonah rose up to flee under Tarsus. That's not where he told him to go. Praise the Lord. And he went to Tarsus. He went in the opposite direction, and he, he expected to leave the presence of the Lord. Now, that's what that's what he expected to do. I don't know what, what his mindset was at that point, but we're going to get to it. But uh, it looked like he was uh, filled with disobedience, you know. And as people of God, we don't want to be full of disobedience, all right? We want to be found obeying the voice of the Lord, all right? Because if we if we be found disobedient, uh, we're going we gonna to get ourselves in trouble, all right? I'm going to go to Psalm 139 and 7. Write this scripture down. I'm just going to read it for you here, and you don't have to go to it. Psalms 139 and 7. 139th Psalm and verse number seven. This is what David, this is the Psalm of David. This is what David says. He says, whether shall I go from thy spirit or whether shall I free, flee? He said, or whether shall I flee from the presence? My, 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 my. He says, where shall I go whether shall I go from thy spirit? And whether shall I flee from thy presence? Anytime you disobey God, you have just left his presence. Sometimes we dismiss ourselves from the presence of the Lord by our disobedience to the voice and the direction of God because we respond in a negative way. The word come to help us. And oh, it was a, it was a word preached Sunday, you know, um, preaching under pressure. You talking about pressure. Oh, Lord, when you don't have God in your life, that's pressure right there. But I want to share this with you. I want to share this with you here. Uh I'm going to have to get that um, a little bit later. But I want us to see something here. Let us take a look at this. It says, but Jonah rose up to flee unto Tarsus from the presence of the Lord. Sorry about that interruption. Um, and it says here, and he went down. Notice now, when you leave God, 
when you when you leave and disobey God, notice the scripture said he went down. You trying to go up and not obey God, that's not a good recipe for elevation. You got too many disobedient and uh I don't know, renegade preachers running from God trying to go up, go higher. The way up is obedience, praise the Lord, and submission and humility. That's the way up. But when you rebel and refuse to uh, walk in the direction and the obedience of the instructions of the almighty God, when he speaks directly to you, whether he speak directly or indirectly, you disobey. All disobedience is sin. Doesn't matter what title we hold. Doesn't matter how long I've been in ministry. Doesn't matter how close I am to the Lord. When I disobey, that kicks me out. Sin kicks us out of the presence of the Lord. Because the Bible says it's your sins. It's you and your sins that are separated from you, from you, you from you and your God. So it's our sins. It's not that God doesn't love us and doesn't want us. It's just that he's a holy God. And he cannot tolerate sin uh, without judging it, all right? And so once he judges that sin, then it's eradicated. But sin can't come before God without being judged. And this is why we should not have sin in our lives uh, that we have not repented of, all right? So we got to keep a repentant heart. So we don't be sleep during the storm like Jonah was. And then we don't forsake our mission. You know, we can forsake our mission now. Don't think you can't, you know, cause sometimes we forsake our mission every day. When God say, say something to that, say something to that soul in the grocery store line, get them a track. And then we, we focus on what well, on our grocery list instead of focusing on the voice of the Lord. All right. And so we, we can turn a deaf ear to God, but that won't leave us in uh, good standings. That'll always get us in a situation where we'll be like Jonah, sleeping during a storm. Because when the storm arose, they woke everybody up. We're going to get to it, though. We're going to get to it this week, I promise you, if the Lord's will. But let's read a little bit farther here. I'm, I'm at verse number three. It says, I'm going slow on purpose. It says, because once I lay the foundation on tomorrow, I'm going to be picking up the pace. All right. He says, but Jonah rose up the fleet unto Tarsus from the presence of the Lord. And he went down to Joppa. He went down to Joppa. And he found a ship going to Tarsus. And so he paid the fare thereof and went down into it. So he went down to Joppa. Okay. Went down in the ship. All right and to go with them under Tarsus from the presence of the Lord. Notice it says twice here, from the presence of the Lord. Anytime you disobedience, you're leaving the presence of God. All right? Take a look at it. Examine it. All right? Verse number four. But the Lord sent a great wind into the sea. Lord have mercy. And there was a mighty tempest in the sea that the ship 
was like to be broken. Lord have mercy. Do it sound like we in a storm? All right. Then the, then the mariners were afraid and cried out every man unto his God. So that was a close call. These were professional ship uh, masters. They, you know, they probably never seen a storm like this in their life. Because God caused this storm to come up. They probably seen many storms. But this probably was a storm that probably scared them out of their boots. All right. And it says here, the ship was like to be broken. And it says, then the mariners was afraid and cried every man to his God and cast forth the wares that were in the ship into the sea. They started throwing stuff overboard to lighten of it so it wouldn't go under the waves. You know, when, when the sea is, you know, you know how the waves in the sea, there's dips in it. And as, that, as the belly of that ship get underneath those waves, in order for that ship not to be overcome with water, they had to start unloading cargo. I'm just breaking it down to you. Don't you think it's time, you, you know, in your storm, don't you think it's time for you to get rid of some stuff that you've been holding? See, there's sometimes the stuff we hold on to ain't worth holding on to when that storm come. We find out that malice, envy, strife, jealousy, you know, uh, complaining, murmuring, all this stuff that we do. We got to get rid of that stuff when that storm come. Start repenting and start crying out to God. Because now these waves is hitting us. You know Corona is, is a problem. And it's hitting families. It's hitting people everywhere. And not only Corona. Some other stuff going to happen. This ain't the end of the story. But we need to be awoke and not sleep during the storm. And it says here, the mariners were afraid and they cried unto their God and they started unloading wares to lighten the ship. I'm at verse number five. But Jonah was gone down into the sides of the ship. He went and found a comfortable spot. Do that sound like us in this pandemic right now? Some of us still sleep. Some of us still in our comfort zone. Praise the Lord. Some of us, we so comfortable, we won't even turn on YouTube and Podbean to listen to the broadcast. Some of us, we just that comfortable. We don't even want to hear the word of the Lord. That's how comfortable we have got sleeping during the storm. Don't forsake your mission. Praise the Lord. And you got to continue to hear the word of God to stay on your mission. Because God can change uh, directions at any time and instructions at any time. And if you fail to hear the word of God, you're not going to know which direction God is moving in. Lord have mercy. That's another story. We're we going to stay on task here today. But Jonah was gone down in the sides of the ship, and he went and laid down and went fast asleep. That means he was snoring. That means he was tired, like some of us. We say, I'm tired. You know? But I don't know we tired up. We ain't had church in like three or four months. Well, I'm not. Let me get off my soapbox here. You know, you can't, well, Lord have mercy. A lot of us laid off and unemployed. I, I don't know. Pressure. I guess we tired because of pressure. But uh, this young man went down into the size of the ship and he went laid down and went fast asleep. I'm going to get out of here now. And so the shipmasters came to him and said unto him, 
What meanest thou, O sleeper? Oh, Lord. I wish we was in service right now. I'm talking about, that, you know, in the, in, in the uh, congregation right now. Because we need to ask this question to one another. O sleeper, arise and call upon thy God, and if so, that God will think upon us that we perish not. He tells him here, what meanest thou, O sleeper? Arise mean to get up. Praise the Lord. It means to get up and cry out to God. Praise the Lord. Some of us, we don't get on the prayer line. Oh, Lord. We ain't been on the prayer line in three, four months. You know, some of us, we said we praying. I ain't got to get on the prayer line to pray. Old sleeper, what's got you isolated? I know the pandemic got you isolated. But it shouldn't be no isolation from the phone, from the prayer, from the phone prayer. Unless you, un, unless you got some kind of, I don't know, unless you got some kind of phone complex. But you know what? Don't sleep during the storm. Don't forsake your mission because you in a storm. And sometimes we bring storms on ourselves by disobeying the voice of God like Jonah did, like this uh, rebellious preacher here. You know, I call him the backslidden preacher. That's what I call him. All right? Anytime you disobey God and know he's telling you to come on up and wake up and get get up and get busy and you you going to sleep. You know, you, you didn't did something you ain't got no business doing. But I'll let God be the judge of that. Now let's take a look at verse seven. Verse seven, it says, they said everyone to his fellows, come and let us cast lots that we may know of who caused this evils come upon us. They said, let us cast lots to figure out who the problem is. And if the lot fall on a certain person, we know who caused the problem. Look at this now. And he said, everyone to his fellow, come and let us cast lots that we may know who is the cause for this evil upon us. So they cast lots. And the lot fell upon Jonah. Lord have mercy. Did the lot fall up on you? Because you've been sleeping? Don't answer it. Chew on it for a minute. Did the lot fall up on you? Because you've been sleeping, you hadn't called on, in on the prayer line to re request prayer and get prayer? We know you can't come out because you may have some situations going on. But should we stop praying? When we stop praying, we're going to sleep. Don't forsake your mission. And Jesus spoke a parable unto this end in Luke 18 and 1, and he said men ought to always pray and not to faint. Why are you sleep during the storm? Unless you the one, unless you the one the Latin fell upon. You know, we're going to get to it. Joshua ran to some problems too. He ran to pressure. Joshua ran to problem because guess what? Aching with his greedy self, he went and buried and hid that stuff in his tent. 
and he caused Jonah, not Jonah, but he caused Joshua to lose the battle with Ai. And he had forsaken his mission. He had was given explicit instruction not to take any other cursed things from, from uh, uh, the nation that they had uh, destroyed. And so we taking stuff, you know, in the last days, we can't be taking bribes and we can't be taking, you know, gifts and stuff from people not to tell them the truth. We got to tell people the truth, whether they do anything for us or not. Praise the Lord. You know, whether they give anything to our cause or not, we got to give them truth. Praise the Lord. Because we have a mission. And we can't sleep during the storm. Now, let's take a look at it. And he says here, the lot fell upon Jonah. Verse 8. Then they said unto him, tell us, we pray thee, for who caused this evil upon us? What is thine occupation? And whence did thou, where you come from, man? What country you come from? I'm paraphrasing now. They now, now they trying to get the, uh, now they trying to get the details. Now, that's why we shouldn't just link up with people, you know, hook up with folk without knowing what, you know, having some kind of background knowledge about what's going on with them. Because they could be causing you to be in a storm. If they got sins and stuff and they come and hook up with you and, they, you know, they ain't obedient. That's why you shouldn't hook up with obedient, disobedient folks, rather. I'm sorry. We hook up with folk that's stiff-necked, disobedient. The pastor can't do nothing with them. They cause, they cause the pastor trouble. Praise the Lord. Doesn't matter. You know who they are. They causing the pastor trouble. So why would you run with them? Sleeping during the storm. And now you can't do your mission because you running with them. They ain't, Lord have mercy. They running from God and you running toward God. That's two different things going on there. And it's hard. It's very, very difficult to go in two directions at one time when you only one person. So you got to decide what you going to do. Are you going to sleep? Are you going to wake up and follow the mission? Says here in verse eight, tell us here and uh, uh, why this evil fell upon us. I'm just paraphrasing here. I said, what's your occupation, man? What, what, what is it? What country you come from? And what people art thou? They want to know everything about it. You know? We are like, we scared of people. I want to know where you come from and where you, where you live and what, what's, what's going on with you. Praise the Lord. And look here. And he said unto them, I am a Hebrew. And he said, I fear the Lord, the God of heaven, who we have made to see in the dry land. Now, if he feared the Lord, now look at this now. He tells them the truth, but it's a lie. Take a look at this now. I, I'm dealing with your theology today. He speaks the truth to these people that, the, that, that cast a lot to figure out these shipmasters, what's going on with him. He tells them the truth, but he lies. Said, so, no, he didn't lie. If he feared God, he would have obeyed him the first time. Praise the Lord. 
Oh, y'all ain't on. Y'all ain't on. This is a good Bible class, y'all. If he would have heard God in the first place, he wouldn't have went down to the bottom of the ship and went to sleep. Lord have mercy. But then now he confesses that he feared God. I fear the Lord God of heaven, which had made the sea in the dry land. Then were the men exceedingly afraid, and they said unto him, Why has you done this then? <laughs> Lord have mercy. Oh, Lord, have mercy. I, I'm feeling my help come on today. Glory. He said, now, why has thou done this then? You say you fear the Lord. Well, what? why are you going opposite of what God told you to do? You say you fear the Lord. Why you sleep when you supposed to be? Oh, Lord, have mercy. Y'all see it? Y'all see it? I'm, I'm breaking it down to you. We're going to get to verse 15. And we're going we gonna to finish this out tomorrow. But I got to get to verse 15 so I can get out of here. Y'all stay with me. Please stay with me. Be just a few more minutes. Says here, he says here, uh, he says, uh, uh, which made the sea in the dry land. Then the men were seemingly afraid. He said, why hast thou done this? And for the men knew that he fled from the presence of the Lord because he had told them. He finally confessed it. There are some things we as a people of God, the storm ain't going to leave. The, the problem ain't going to resolve until we confess it. Praise the Lord. The Bible said in Proverbs 29, I think it's 28. It's one of those, one of those scriptures uh, anyway. But it said, he that cover his sins shall not prosper. But whosoever confess it and forsake them shall have mercy. Don't forsake your mission. Look at this now. Why has you done this? Then he said unto them, uh, he said, what shall we do unto thee that the sea may be calm for us? And wrought and was temperous. Temptous. And he said to them, look at this. He had the answer to the problem. Sometimes when people on board and when people are not living like they should and they on board, they really know what the problem is. You know, you seeking for the Holy Ghost. You know why you ain't got the Holy Ghost yet. Oh, Lord, have mercy. It don't take no. Oh, Lord. I know it took some people a long time, but that's because they were struggling with like Jonah. They were struggling with some stuff like Jonah was. But if you confess that stuff and forsake that stuff and get that stuff up to God and get down to business and get on that altar and call on Jesus, he'll break you a breakthrough. Praise the Lord. But there's a problem somewhere. When you see people being tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine, by the slate of men and cunning craftiness, whereby they lie waiting to deceive. You should be got your breakthrough by now. Sleeping during the storm. Don't forsake your mission. God has something for all of us to do. He said, now, what shall be done to thee that the sea may become for us? They asked the question, what shall be done that the sea may become? Did y'all see that? He said, what shall be done that the sea may become? He says, for I know that for my sake, this great tempest is upon you. He finally confesses it. He finally confesses it and said, this tempest is come 
Because I'm the reason. So you mean to tell me he knew from the minute that God spoke to him, from the time he went down to Jopper, from the time that he went down into the ship, from the time that he got out into the sea and the storm blew up, he knew from all that time, like some of us know, all this time during the pandemic, we know why we're going through certain things. It's not like God hadn't revealed the answer to him. It's not like God hasn't revealed the answer to some of us. It's just that we're trying to ignore it and we're trying to drown it out by doing our own agenda. Praise the Lord. But you ain't going to drown out the voice of the Lord. You may drown me out. You may turn this pod beam off. You may turn this broadcast off, but you will not silence God. Praise the Lord. Because he said, today that you hear my voice, harden not your heart. As in the day of provocation, as the, as the Israelites provoked them in the wilderness. Praise the Lord. Now, look at this now. He says unto them, take me and cast me forth into the sea. So that the sea become for you, become unto you. I'm sorry. Take me up and cast me forth into the sea. So the sea uh, become unto you. For I know that for my sake, this great tempest is upon you. Your disobedience can cause problems for other believers. You ain't going to stop the work of God, but you sure can be a hinder. Praise the Lord. And he says here, nevertheless, the men rode hard to bring it to land. But they could not for the sea. The more they paddled, the farther they drifted out into the sea. Don't it look that way for us? The more this pandemic, Lord have mercy, the more this pandemic keep going, look like the more disobedient these people are getting. Praise the Lord. And it's a shame. Lord have mercy. You know, the poor man of God just vex, you know, we just vex his righteous soul. But you know what? That's why certain people, when they crying all the time and they got crocodile tears and stuff going on with them, this is why the stuff is going on with them. They disobedient directly to the man of God, which is God giving him instruction for their life. And then, you know, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who they are. It doesn't matter what title they hold. And it doesn't matter if they family members or not. I'm going to put it out there. It doesn't matter if you can or not can to the bishop. You going through problems because you disobedient. I need to let you know. All right, look at this. And he says here, and he said unto them, take me and cast me overboard. I'm just paraphrasing now. Throw me in the sea because I'm the reason for this tempest. And nevertheless, the men rode hard to bring it to land, but they couldn't do it. And it said, but they could not, for the sea was overcoming them. And they and the and, and the uh it says, wrought and the tempest against them. That means the harder they rode, the bigger the waves got. Wherefore they cried unto the Lord and said, We beseech thee, O Lord. Now it's time to pray. See it now? 
You see them numbers going up in the coronavirus? It's time to pray. Not play, but it's time to pray, saints. Get back on your mission and don't sleep during the storm. And you know what? Don't let you be the cause for why the storm is brewing in your house. Praise the Lord. Don't let your, your Lord have mercy. Don't let you be the reason why the storm is at your door. We all going to encounter some storms and some pressure. But don't let it be disobedience. Praise the Lord. And it says, wherefore they cried unto the Lord and said, we beseech thee, O Lord, we beseech thee, let us not perish for this man's life and lay not upon us innocent blood for thou art the Lord has done uh, it to please thee. And so they took Jonah and throwed him overboard. They were begging God not to judge them for their action because this backslidden, disobedient preacher had got on board and put their lives at risk. And they didn't want God to judge them for throwing him overboard because he the one told them to throw him overboard. And, but they began to cry out to the Lord and said, Lord, don't charge us with this blood. We you know, we know he belonged to you. And so we don't, we ain't trying to do him no harm. We just trying to get to get to land. Lord have mercy. And sometimes it seems like we're trying to get to land. We're trying to get to shore on our mission, but it's other situations that we're encountering because we got disobedience in the camp. And when we got disobedience in the camp, it affects the whole church. It doesn't matter how hard the bishop preach and pull. He can preach till he fall blue and fall out on the floor. When you got a bunch of disobedient folk, they got to be dealt with before the ministry can move forward. I'm going to tell you like it is. Here it is. And somebody got to be either, uh, Lord, have mercy. Well, we said we can't throw folk overboard, but I beg you the difference. They threw Jonah overboard. Somebody got to get off of this. Praise the Lord. If you're going to continue to walk disobedient to your pastor and to leadership, you need to discern and try to figure out, is that the, you know, uh, uh, do you have another pastor somewhere? Because if the pastor can't do nothing with you, I certainly can. Praise the Lord. I, I ain't, ain't no who Elder, you know, who we think he is. It ain't who I think I am. It's if the pastor can't do nothing with you, I know certainly I can't do nothing with you. Praise the Lord. And so ain't no sense in you coming to me saying nothing. Because you ain't obeying the man of God. And if you know you ain't obeying the man of God, you hear this broadcast today, you need to go to your pastor and repent. I don't care if you just had appreciation service. And I know we just had one. Praise the Lord. But I feel like some people need to repent. Praise the Lord. And when I say I feel like it, I know they need to repent. I ain't going to say I feel like they need to repent because they know they've been disobedient. Not to me, but to the Lord and to the man of God. Praise the Lord. Only thing I can do is tell you so you can do, you do what you need to do. You can do your due diligence. But if you don't, no sin lied at the door. All right? I'm just going to tell you like it is. Because if this pandemic taking folks out, you end up getting coronavirus and you end up getting sick, you end up perishing, you end up dying, you on your way to a devil's hell. Praise the Lord. You know, I'm just going to tell you like it is because ain't no disobedience getting in. You know, and I'm, I'm, you know what? And I'm getting to the, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm at the level now in God. I'm at the level now. 
it don't really make no difference how you look at me either. Because I didn't got to the point now where, uh, you know, this thing here is getting to the point where you may not get another opportunity. And so since we may not have to get another opportunity to tell you about what thus said the Lord, don't sleep during the storm. Don't forsake your mission. You forsake your mission when you disobey the man of God and God himself. And so I want to let you know, these men, they feared the Lord and they offered sacrifice in the Lord and they made vows. I taught last week, remember the vow. They made vows. Praise the Lord. And it says, now the Lord had prepared a great fish while they was crying out and getting it off of them. God was getting ready to deal with this disobedient backslidden prophet. Praise the Lord. He was getting ready to deal with him. While they was praying and crying out to God, getting a release. See, y'all don't understand. There's a lot of things taking place while we're praying. Folk that being disobedient, they ain't getting away. You need to know this. God is preparing something for them. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Because if they're not going to hear God, they're going to have to deal with some judgment. Praise the Lord. And the Bible tells me God is not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. And so why God is preparing this uh, situation, now Jonah had time to repent, but he wouldn't, like some of us. God give us time and time and time again to repent. I got to get out of here, y'all. We're going to pick this back up tomorrow if the Lord's will. He, he prepared this fish for him. I'm going to stop at 17. I say I was going to 15, but I'm going to stop at 17. Now the Lord prepared a great fish to swallow up Jonah. And Jonah was in the belly of the fish three days and three nights. Now Jonah was in the belly of the fish three days and three nights. Praise the Lord. If it seems like you're going through hell, you know, you might want to check your obedience roster. If it seems like you going through hell in your life right now. We know you're not in hell, but if it feel like you're going through hell, check your obedience roster. Because if, uh, if you got a, uh, no check marks in obedience and then you check the disobedience roster and they full of check marks, that might be where you might want to start with your problem. Praise the Lord. If you've been full of disobedience and full of discontentment, and always got something smart to say to the pastor. Oh, I know. Yeah, I know. I, I ain't heard how some of y'all talk. You know, you just talk to the man of God any old kind of way. But you got to give him the count to that. I don't. You know, I, I didn't had my whooping. You know, and now I learned how, I learned how to talk better. <laughs> Praise the Lord. So hopefully I can help you out. I learned how to talk better. You know. Even though uh, uh, we may have different opinion on things, but I learned how to talk better. And so we're going to leave it right there. We want to say God bless you. We love you today. Thank you for listening to little old Elder Newsom. We just trying to give you the word of God and let you know don't sleep during the storm. Uh, don't forsake your mission and, and hear the voice of God. Hear from God and be obedient, saints. It's not really a difficult thing. Your obedience, your blessing will come through your obedience. Even when you don't understand, 
your blessing going to come through your obedience. Okay? Long as it's not sin. We don't obey sin. You know, we don't obey sin. That's when we obey God rather than man. Okay? And so just make sure that you uh, stay encouraged, stay prayerful. We'll see you on the prayer if the Lord's will, if the Lord don't rapture us out of here. You know, if the Lord's willing, we'll see you on the prayer on Tuesday at uh, um, 1230 of the Lord's will. And so uh, keep us in your prayers as we continue to pray for each and every one of you. Continue to keep our pastor and first lady up in prayer. Know that on Tuesday night, there will be Sunday school on Tuesday night. And so we need all of you to come out and support us. All of you come on out and support it's a good lesson. And I know you can help us because God has given you something. And so we ask that you would do that and uh, share what God has uh, given you. We're going to try to open it up a little bit. And so if the Lord's will, we'll see you then. Uh, we'll be back on the broadcast tomorrow. If the Lord's will, keep us in your prayers. We love you and may God bless you. God keep you in the name of Jesus. We thank you. I'm your host, Elder Gregory Newson with the Faith in God Internet TV. Until next time, God bless you and stay on your mission in Jesus' name. You do me.